Christmas and happy holidays. We've got some Christmas wishes to grant today. What should your NFL team want for Christmas? Let's see what Santa's got in store. What's going on, listeners? Welcome back to another episode here on the Sean's Take podcast. Happy holidays. Everyone, it is that time of year. This is the last episode before Christmas. I hope you're in the holiday spirit. I know I am. And for this episode, we're bringing the holiday spirit to the NFL. And I'm putting on my Santa hat. And I'm going to act as some NFL teams. And I'm going to tell you what these NFL teams should be asking for this year for Christmas. So I've got a handful of teams I want to cover. And I've got a handful of wishes that we're going to see if they can come true And if Santa believes these teams have been nice this year and will reward them with these Christmas wishes that I have for these NFL teams. So we're going to start with our first team down in San Francisco. And my wish, if I'm the 49ers, what I'm asking for for Christmas this year is that we get a Brock Purdy MVP award. Brock Purdy is currently one of the leading candidates for the NFL's Most Valuable Player Award, and I hope he gets it. It would be one of the most historic MVP award winners in NFL history. And I say that because he went from being Mr. Irrelevant last year to starting for the 49ers. And in year two, if he can become an MVP award winner, I don't have the the facts in front of me, but I would have to think He'd be the first ever Mr. Irrelevant to win the NFL's MVP award. And I hope he can do that because it would be amazing. And for all the critics out there who don't believe Brock Purdy should be in the MVP conversation and want to say, oh, the numbers are only great because you have amazing skill positions. You have an amazing offensive line and an amazing coach. My response to you is go watch the film and watch the throws Brock Purdy makes week in and week out. Yes, he has Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, a great offensive line, and Kyle Shanahan calling his plays. But that's not his fault. He's on a great team, but he's the leader of this great team. And he helps this machine of the 49ers run and run very successfully. And when you put on the tape, you can see the throws that he makes are incredible throws. He fits balls into tight windows. He has a great touch on the deep ball. He makes the right reads. So it's not just these great skill positions carrying him to incredible numbers. Brock Purdy is the one getting them the ball consistently, putting the ball in the right spot. And that's the reason why the 49ers run so successfully. And if you're against that claim that I just said, take a look at his turnover numbers. I would understand it, If Brock Purdy had thrown 15 interceptions this year and was leading the NFL in interceptions, as well as being up there in passing yards and passing touchdowns, because then you could say, okay, you are getting it in the hands of these playmakers. They're getting you yards. They're getting you touchdowns, but you're not taking care of the football. And Brock Purdy takes care of the football, which shows 
that his quarterback intelligence is very high and he makes the right reads. He dissects a defense. If his turnover numbers were insanely high, I would understand the argument that he's being carried by these other guys. But his turnover numbers are not high. And he is, once again, the leader of this 49ers team. And if you go and ask guys in the locker room, they'd point to Brock Purdy as the leader of their team. So my wish for the San Francisco 49ers is a Brock Purdy MVP at the end of the season. Up next, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. What am I wishing for for the Ravens? I've got two things. We're going to start with number one. Wish number one is that the Ravens get the first seed in the AFC. I want for the Ravens the road to the Super Bowl to go through Baltimore. I think that would be huge for them. And really, the road to the Super Bowl should have gone to Baltimore a couple times over the past couple years. But Lamar Jackson has dealt with those injuries at the end of the season the past couple years. And that really has derailed the Ravens team in general and has thrown them off. They've been in first place in the AFC multiple times. And the injury bug has hit them. Lamar is healthy. The team is pretty healthy. I know Mark Andrews is out, but Isaiah likely has filled in great at tight end. And overall, this is a pretty healthy Ravens team. And the road to the number one seed in the AFC right now is, is under Baltimore's control. They've got a couple tough matchups to end out the year. But I really do hope the Ravens can finish out with the first overall seed in the AFC and make teams go to Baltimore in order to get to a Super Bowl. And my second wish for the Ravens, because I mentioned I had two Christmas wishes for them, is that Lamar Jackson gets a Super Bowl appearance. I am sick and tired of the narrative that Lamar Jackson is not a good playoff quarterback. People say that and throw that around without really looking at much evidence about that. In one of Lamar's playoff losses a couple years ago when the Ravens lost to the Titans, I believe in the divisional round, Lamar had a historic quarterback performance. I believe he was over 400 total yards, three or four total touchdowns. And I think in that game, the defense gave up 30-something points. But Lamar Jackson received the blame for the Ravens not winning that game. Make it make sense. When you look at the numbers, they're not bad. Lamar has not choked in the playoffs. He hasn't been bad in the playoffs. But just because there's been a couple losses, there's this narrative around that he's not a playoff quarterback. So I want the Ravens to advance to a Super Bowl so that Lamar can shut down those rumors and we can finally stop creating this nonsense in the media that Lamar Jackson's not a playoff quarterback and and that means that he's not a true franchise quarterback. Enough is enough with that type of talk. Lamar Jackson's the MVP award winner. He's a bona fide quarterback one, a bona fide franchise superstar and cornerstone. And I'm I'm really rooting for him to be able to get to that Super Bowl to shut up even more of the critics that he's had his entire career. Up next on the list is not a team of the Niners and Ravens caliber this season, but a team that has a lot to gain. And that would be the Chicago Bears. And my wish for them is that they get the first overall pick in this upcoming NFL draft. And no, that's not because they'll finish with the NFL's worst record, but because they own the Carolina Panthers first round pick, of course, from their pick swap, the DJ Moore, Bryce Young trade from last off season. The Bears are going to have two first round picks. Their first round pick is going to be either a top five or a top 10 pick, depending on how they finish out the season and how the, the draft rankings and standings continue to align themselves. But there's a decent chance that the Carolina Panthers finish with the worst record in the NFL this year. And if that's the case, the Chicago Bears get the number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL draft. 
and I think that would be huge for the Bears. It gives them a lot of options. If they want to go quarterback, there's Caleb Williams sitting right there. That's an avenue that is available. If they want to stick with Justin Fields, well, guess what? You can either take like a Marvin Harrison Jr., an offensive lineman, or you can trade down once again because, again, Caleb Williams is in this draft. There's going to be a lot of teams who need quarterbacks looking to trade up, and they will offer a lot of picks to the Bears because, once again, Caleb Williams is considered one of the greatest quarterback prospects the NFL has ever seen. So if the Bears don't want to take him and they own the number one pick, they can once again get another huge draft capital haul and potentially another impact player and trade down in the draft and still get a really good skill offensive line, defensive line player in the draft, as well as recoup more draft capital, further add to their surplus of draft picks. So there's a lot of great options that can come out of the Bears owning the first overall pick in the NFL draft. So I'm hoping for the Bears' sake, the Panthers maybe lose out for the rest of the season, get the number one pick, and that is then, therefore, the Chicago Bears' pick, and they would have the first overall pick and another top 10 pick, which would be their own pick, which would be huge for the Bears continuing to kind of go from rebuild into contention. That would be huge for the Bears this season. And the next team I want to talk about is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, And what I wish for them this Christmas is that they find reliability on offense. The defense in Kansas City has been the strong point, and that's not something we've been able to say throughout much of Patrick Mahomes' tremendous career in Kansas City. This season, though, the offense has struggled to click, and while it is looking better now than it did earlier in the year, there are still hiccups in this offensive game plan, and I hope for Kansas City They can work those out before the postseason gets here because if they're clicking on all cylinders, they're still the team to beat in the AFC. Until proven otherwise, Kansas City, no matter where they fall in the standings, is the team to beat in the AFC, and you never want to play a Chiefs team in the playoffs. And if they can get that reliability on offense, their defense will handle its own this postseason. Their defense has been great. They always play great in the playoffs. But the offense right now is the concern in Kansas City, and that's crazy to say. But if they can get reliability from the receiver position, from the running back position, if their offense line can shore a couple things up, the Chiefs are going to be very dangerous and should be looking to make another Super Bowl. So my wish for them is that they get that reliability on offense. And now we got a couple more teams to go through. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but don't go anywhere because we've got some more Christmas wishes to cover before we're done with this episode. Men talk women. Men talk sports. Finally, a talk show where men huddle and break into real conversation, real issues, the real deal. Men for men better living. Real men, real talk. Please, stay safe and stay healthy. As a 25-year Wayne resident, Foggy's Automotives took care of all my car needs. And for real estate, everyone knows it's the Gene Lope team. Listen, we may not agree on who's the best golfer, but we certainly agree that all of our customers and clients are our friends. And we love you. During these trying times, we care. Let's keep our community strong. Stay safe and please stay healthy. So we left off with Santa in Kansas City, and now Santa's heading to Dallas to see what the Cowboys are wishing for this Christmas. 
And what I'm wishing for for the Dallas Cowboys' sake is a home playoff game. It's unlikely that the Cowboys can get the first overall seed in the NFC that's likely going to the 49ers unless they really melt down the rest of the way. But there is a shot that Dallas could get their division and become the number two seed in the NFC and get a home playoff game, which I think would be huge for them. Dallas's biggest issue this season has been their road struggle. So if they can pass the Eagles in the division and get a home playoff game, I think that would be great for Dallas. I think it would help them get that first playoff victory and then build some momentum until if they were making a run at the Super Bowl, until they would ultimately have to go on the road likely to San Francisco. But regardless, I think a home playoff game would work wonders for them. And I know the road to the Super Bowl wouldn't go through Dallas, but getting a game under their belt, getting a victory in the postseason at home, I think would build a lot of confidence and momentum for this Cowboys team because they are good enough. They have the talent, they have the skill, and they have the potential to make it to a Super Bowl. But if they have to do that all on the road in the postseason, I do think it will be difficult for Dallas because that's where they've struggled the most. So if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm hoping that you guys get a home playoff game. And that, for if I'm if I'm playing Santa right now, is what I'm waiting for the Cowboys to wish before. They got to pass the Eagles in the division. They're going to need the Eagles to lose. But that's that's what I'm wishing for if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. Give me a home playoff game. Let's get a win at home. And then let's go on the road and handle business. Moving on, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. An interesting team to throw in here. So what am I wishing for for the Buccaneers? I'm wishing for a division title. And more specifically, I'm wishing for a division title because that means that Baker Mayfield has done a really good job. He's been really solid for the Buccaneers this season. There was a lot of talk. He's Tom Brady's replacement in Tampa Bay. That's a very hard transition. You're replacing the GOAT. Baker Mayfield came in and just played his brand of football. He wasn't trying to replicate Tom Brady. He wasn't trying to be Tom Brady and carry on Brady's legacy. He came in with the mindset of, I'm going to do me. And so far, that's worked out really well for Baker Mayfield. He's coming off a tremendous performance where the Buccaneers put up a lot of points and upset the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. And if the if the Bucs can keep winning games and get into the playoffs and win this division, I think it's a really good sign for Baker Mayfield getting a multi-year deal in Tampa Bay and being crowned their franchise quarterback. I think Baker Mayfield has franchise quarterback potential in him still. And I'm really happy for him that he's showing that this year, that he is capable of leading a team to the promised land. And the Buccaneers, we have to remember, were not supposed to be any good this year. When Tom Brady left, it seemed like everything was crashing and burning, and they brought in Baker Mayfield to lead this team, and he's done a great job at that. So I want to see them in the playoffs, because that means that Baker Mayfield is doing his job, and he's doing it extremely well, and he should be rewarded with a multi-year deal and being named the Bucs starter for the foreseeable future. So that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got three teams left. Let's head to Tennessee. What do I want from the Tennessee Titans? I want a proper farewell tour for Derrick Henry. In his past game, 16 carries for nine yards against the Colts. It was hard to watch. It's sad from the King Henry we had to see 16 carries for nine yards. The Titans are out of playoff contention There's not a lot for them to do this year. They want to see if Will Levis can be their franchise quarterback. But what I want to see from the Titans is them give Derrick Henry a proper farewell tour. Maybe his last couple games as a Tennessee Titan. He's a free agent at the end of the season. 
He may look to sign with a contender instead of re-signing in Tennessee. And he's only got three games left. And luckily, two of those games come at home in Tennessee. And if those are the last two games Derrick Henry plays at home in Tennessee, I hope we can see some vintage performances. I hope we can see 100-plus yards on the ground. I hope we see some touchdowns because Derrick Henry has done a lot for Titans. And I want to see them reward him and, and get a game plan for him that really allows him to succeed. And if he's going out as a Titan this year, I want him to go out on top with a great performance to cap out his time in Tennessee. So I want to see the Titans open up some running lanes for Derrick Henry. I want to see 100-plus yards in a couple of these home games. And I really hope for him that if this is his last couple games as a Titan, there's some really good performances, despite not being able to make the playoffs. I hope that the Titans can reward him at least with some vintage performances from the King Henry era. Final two teams, we're heading to Buffalo right now for the Bills. My Christmas wish for the Buffalo Bills is to get a playoff appearance. The Bills kind of faltered early in the season, but right now they may be playing better football than any team in the NFL. Maybe not named the Baltimore Ravens or the San Francisco 49ers, but there's even a case that the Bills are playing better than both of those teams right now. And I really do hope that we get to see the Buffalo Bills in the postseason because I've said this before and a couple weeks ago on the podcast, the Bills are good enough to win it all. If they get a chance in the postseason, that is not a team you want to play. You do not want the Buffalo Bills coming into your house in a playoff environment. That's when Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and this Bills team can upset anybody on any given Saturday or Sunday throughout the postseason. So I would love to see the Bills get a shot because I do think they're a legitimate contender in the AFC. I think maybe the only teams in the AFC that I would think are better than the Bills, regardless of where the Bills are in the standings right now in the hunt for a wild card spot, would be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know that I would consider any other team better than the Bills in a playoff environment. So I hope the Bills get a shot because I think there's a legitimate chance that they could go from wild card to Super Bowl in the AFC because this team is that good when they're on and they are on right now and they're peaking at the right time. So I hope the cards align to where we get the Bills in the postseason because they deserve to be there. And they are one of the few teams I consider to be true contenders in the NFL this season. So that's for the Buffalo Bills. That's my wish. Get them in the playoffs. And finally, my last Christmas wish for an NFL team is going to be for the Miami Dolphins. And I wish for them to get a playoff win against the Chiefs, the Ravens, or the Bills. The Dolphins are a great football team. They're exciting. Everybody loves to watch them. But the one knock on them is that they have not been able to beat good teams. And I think it's a bit of an unfair narrative. But there's also some validity to it. When you look at their schedule, their losses come against teams that are very highly regarded and they're beating up on lesser teams and they can't finish the deal when they play some of the top teams in the NFL. So for the Dolphins to end that narrative, they need to get a big playoff win against the Chiefs, Ravens, or Bills. If the playoffs started today, I believe how the cards would align is the Dolphins would get a wild card matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. If the Dolphins win that game against the Colts, nobody's going to react. They did exactly what they should have done. Not a big deal. Let's say the Dolphins then went to play the Chiefs and lost. 
if they lose to the Chiefs in the second round, no one cares that they beat the Colts. Everyone's going to care that they once again couldn't beat one of the NFL's elites and couldn't beat a contending team in the AFC. If the Dolphins were to beat the Chiefs in that game and then lose in the AFC Championship game to the Ravens, there wouldn't be this narrative that they couldn't beat good teams because they did beat the Chiefs. And that's not a game that people thought they could win. So they just need to beat one of these three teams, the Chiefs, the Ravens, or the Bills, in the playoffs for this silly narrative that they can't beat good teams to end. I say it's silly because I don't really think it's that realistic. We know how good the Miami Dolphins are. They had some off games against some of their better opponents. And it, I guess, rightfully so created this narrative, even though I don't fully buy the narrative. But they do need to get a win against the Chiefs, the Ravens, or the Bills. And once they can do that, they will be respected. No, not, they don't have to get to the Super Bowl after that. You can lose in the AFC Championship game. But if you beat one of those teams, you've successfully put a narrative to rest that you can't beat the NFL's elites. And you then join the NFL's elites conversation, and you can lose a tough matchup in the AFC Championship game, but you can't lose after only beating a team like the Colts or another wildcard team. You have to beat one of the top dogs, and then the Dolphins will finally get the respect I think they deserve as being one of the top dogs in the NFL. So that's going to conclude today's episode. We went through some Christmas wishes for some NFL teams Enjoy the NFL Christmas Day games. we got a good slate. Ravens 49ers headlines it. I'm so excited for that game. And as always, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And I'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Sean's Take podcast. And make sure to join Sean's Take on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.